You are now listening to the Socks and Sandals podcast. Every time an independent, a truly independent source goes into the Portland Place Bureau, we find chaos. Just one of the people like just told to my managers who like had fired me, they were like, yeah, did you see Tevin's video was on Complex? And he was like, man, dog, they sick, man. Yada, yada. And I was just like, I was laughing because it was just like, you know, bro, like, you know, God, God always got a plan. In that moment, I thought, you know what? I don't care. I'm going to sit here in the middle of this aisle in Target and talk to her and break down what is going on and why she believes that these white Barbie dolls are more valuable or should come home with us over these brown and black Barbie dolls. The Egyptian creation story is a very sexual one. Mm -hmm. And it talks of the god creating himself through a sexual act with himself. So it's a masturbatory big bang like I never even hire coaches when I establish a program. I always hire mentors first. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because a mentor gets the big picture. Coach might just get basketball. I want somebody that under X's and I want somebody that's about whole life. I'm not the only podcaster out there. You're not the only marketer out there. Like there's a lot of people doing the same things. But the things that's going to separate you and I from the rest of the people is that we become our best selves and we just don't quit. So what is the gospel? What is the pure, unadulterated yes, gospel? Yes, yes, and that is what I live by, because the moment this changes is the moment I'm leaving Christianity. Okay. The pure, unadulterated gospel, and I can say it in one sentence, but I'll elaborate. For sure. Is love God and do whatever the fuck you want. Welcome you all back to the Socks and Sandwich Podcast, where society, culture, history, and religion collide, and we unapologetically discuss our worldviews. It's your guy, Emmanuel. I'm back in the building, whipping it up, and I got my brother from another, Mr. Oba. Welcome back to the pod, bro. Hey, you hear them? Wow, wow. It's really, it's really good to see you all. Yeah, 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 yeah. Take it easy. Take it easy, y'all. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Um, I know that I've been I've been a guest on, on this podcast a, a couple of times, and I really enjoy every single time we're here. So it's good to be able to catch up with you. Um, I love our pre-pro. And uh, yeah, man, it is, it's, a, it's a good place to be. And I appreciate the audience that you've been able to cultivate. Hello, y'all. What's up? Uh, so, what's up, African Feats? Socks and Sandalers? Socks hey. and sa- Sandalos? That's what we are? Socks and Sandalites? Maybe I don't know the Hebrew sandalites. <laughs> Come on, bro. the Hebrew sandalite. That's funny. Uh, <laughs> but bro, this is this is an impromptu but like very necessary discussion. Um, bonus episode. Uh, I this this is gonna come out soon since this is such um, a pressing topic, man. But relevant, relevant yeah, to like right very, now. Very, very relevant. Um, monumental turn of events saga black culture yeah. man end of yeah. an empire yeah culture it, you know, culture at the highest level man so we're going to talk about i don't want to say the demise but the end of an era the end of an era as it pertains to the joe button podcast with joe maul and rory parks is still there but you know um the band broke up it's a wrap and it's official 
So we're gonna talk yeah. about that. We're gonna we're gonna jump into it, bro. Um, man, how do you want to start this? There's so many, so many. What ways I want to say, practice. yeah. I guess we can start at the end, right? Let's start at what most what is most relevant to right now, and this is on the tale of um, Rory and Maul responding. Yes. Right. Yes. Um, responding to not only what Joe said on his last two podcasts when he had. Um, isolation. His therapy podcast was fantastic as well. I thought that was very uh, that that was a chance to be able to go back in time and show show remorse for for a couple of actions, a couple of things said. And um, you know, you know who's someone that I really started listening to more and more throughout this entire mm. ordeal, mm. I, and that I have a new respect for DJ Academics, man. Oh, yeah. Ak has really oh, Ak has put it in very simple terms when it comes to both sides of this fence because at the end of the day when we're talking to people and we're talking to we're hearing reactions or we're seeing reactions it is what side what side do you most agree with everyone can see both sides right everyone can see that some, some people are wrong in this everyone can see that some people are right and justifying this but what side do we personally stand on and, and what, how do we represent that but side the thing is do we have to take a side yes why for discussion's sake for discussion's sake, to be able to either work through these situations in our own lives and to avoid these moving forward, because at the end of the day, this is a this is a dynamic of, of duality. This is one person thinks it's boss and employee, and the other thing is, and, and the other side of that is one, you know, some people feel like this should be more equity, right? That's the duality in this. And I'm not well, saying that well, it's let's, let, let's be clear, it's not boss and employee. So if that's if that's I mean, that was the narrative. And I think that's why people were so, you know, taking one side of it. But like what the Maul and Rory um, video let us know is that it wasn't a boss and employee. It was a profit sharing setup, which is not okay. boss employee. It's, it's a contract. So let's talk about this. Let's talk about this when it comes to friends. Let's talk about this when it comes to what other people can contribute, because I think that right or wrong, whatever the legality say, I'm taking all, I'm not, my, my point of view has nothing to do with the paperwork. If you, if you sign percentage, you got to pay a percentage. But what is deeper than that, in my opinion, is if I have, if I have land, right, I have, I have this 50 acres. I know I can't work all the land by myself, but I know that if I can get more of this land developed, then there will be a bigger share of a pie for most people, right? So I'm developing this. Yo, E, I need you and my boy T to come and help me develop this land. I need you to help me cultivate this land. I got, you know, I, I bought the land. I got, you know I mean, this amount of, of, of acres tilled or whatever, but I just, I, there's so much property, come and help me out. Y'all like, yo, I got you. I'm coming to help out, blah, 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 that third. We, yo, we got the splits, okay? You know what? These first couple of years, whatever it is, you can get this percentage. You can get this percentage. Cool. As we as we elevate, as I get more land, as I attain more land, yo, you know what? Here's 50 acres for you. Here's 50 acres for you. Now, whatever you do on this land is your profit. Whatever you do with this land is still yours. But to now claim that you gain a percentage of my land when I started buying land in the first place is crazy. What I'm looking at Rory and Maul and talking about is how did you not create something else based off of this launching pad? Because that's what your friend did for you. Not only did your friend provide you a launching pad that you can launch 
brands, you can launch clothing podcasts, you can launch dating podcasts. That's what Joe over the years has always been asking mom, yo, diversify because it's a game about numbers. So long as I can get as many podcasts under the Joe Budden network that can create numbers as possible, more, whoever listens to us twice a week is going to come and listen to your podcast, do a podcast about whatever, Rory, the, the same audience that we have over here that really fill you, they're going to listen to whatever you have over there and still maintain our, our core base of podcasts. So help grow the business, not only creating, not only bringing what you brought to the audience, which is your points of views in the lives that you've lived so far, but how are we, do, what are we doing behind the scenes to make, to grow this business? Because Joe Budden didn't need a contract with uh, Parks. And that's because Parks created a value in Joe's life that Joe cannot replace or Joe doesn't want to replace. Not only do we have 10 years working together, but you're one of the best in the industry. Artists that I respect as an artist come and mess with you with your, with your, with your expertise. So I'm going to do that. Ian, whatever we have, we don't have a contract because whatever you bring to me and we can eat off of, you're going to get a percentage of that. And now you're indispensable in my life. So there's really no reason for us to have a contract. I think about the same thing when it comes to relationship. So long as you're indispensable to me, there's no reason for paperwork. But if I'm bringing something to y'all, everyone's talking about Joe is basing this off of his rap career and blah, blah, blah. He's basing this off of his audience cultivation career, his media career. Back when he was mouse button on Twitter, before he did all the YouTube shows, he already had a media business going so that when his friends came in and we're flourishing together, yeah, cool. When you get a percentage of it early, cool. You know what? That's fine. But there needs to be a renegotiation if you can sit back and just work off of the laurels of my work. Because Joe has talked about the fact that, yo, y'all are not reading the pre-pro. Y'all are not doing this. And third. there was like a cool two years, especially during that Spotify deal, where it, it just felt like, yo, you weren't even, you, you didn't bring anything here. You just came in with however you've lived life and just talked your opinions and did. So, and I'm here working on deals we hear, deals there on Twitter, talking to these people, cultivated this audience, cultivated that audience. He had a huge audience on, on Clubhouse. So it's like all these extra things that I'm doing. Now you think you're going to try to profit off of that? And just because you signed a percentage off, you know, early on? How are you, nah. how are you, how are you coming to a conclusion that, you know, um, based upon what was said, how are you coming to a conclusion that they're trying to profit off of other things? That he because they said it is a percentage base that they got. They got a percentage of whatever is associated with the Joe Budden podcast. They got yeah. a percentage of the, the podcast. So that's that's what they contribute to. They weren't. I mean, are you are you saying that you do you think that they were wanting money from the pull up or what he did with uh, with Diddy at Revolt? I'm saying I'm saying even if it's just a percentage, the effort that you're putting in does not match my own. Right. But what, so but what, even what if have to do with, what does that have to do with the 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 agreement that they already because they already they already came to an agreement and Joe right. and and you know what Maul so Lord again this is about their, friends. Hold on, hold this on, is about on. friends. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me let me talk. Let me let me talk a little bit. So yeah, it's about it's it's not just about friends. It's about business. It's not just about friends. It's about business, and the business wasn't right in the minds of the people that he was doing business with. They had a contract. Everybody entered into an agreement on a contract. It wasn't just um, Maul and Rory had a contract with themselves and nobody else signed a contract. Everybody signed a contract. Everybody got a certain percentage and, and Joe agreed to, everybody agreed to it, right? 
And so if everybody agrees, then that means everybody is held to the same standard. And you can't compare the standard that we agree to to the standard that you and your manager have or you and somebody else that you've known for or whatever the case might be. That's that's the business part of it. And so when the business goes bad, you can't say, oh, well, this ain't really business. We're, we're friends. You know what I mean? It ain't show friends, it's show business. So there's a show that they have, there's a business that they have, and they have certain percentages. And it's the Joe Budden podcast. So Rory and Maul even said, of course, Joe is going to get a higher percentage. And when we when all the percentages came to the table, we weren't tripping about him having a higher percentage. It's his show. And so that's I, I, I think there's a disconnect between them people saying like they shouldn't have got what they gotten based upon their effort or they're getting what they're getting based upon the agreement that everybody entered into. And so if they got, if they entered into- that, That's agreement, where my problem lies right there. That my problem lies is you're now you're taking friendship out of it, right? And my problem is, yeah, but if my friends are just eating off of what I'm doing, I'm going to be resentful. But why, why if are my you, friends are breaking- Why are you saying they're eating off of it as if they're not- Because if you, if you look at- um, uh, audience engagement. Would you agree that Joe Button is doing 95% of the audience engagement? No, I would not agree with that. What would you agree that Joe Button is contributing when it comes to audience on all, on all platforms, audience engagement? Tell me about all the platforms you're talking about. Okay. The point is if I'm giving my homeboys a percentage of something, there is the paperwork and then there is what's going on in real life. Now, if you're going to rest on your laurels of the paperwork, then we're not friends in the first place because that's that's really that's a lazy way of doing business. What Joe Budden is upset about is y'all are not pulling your weight and you guys are just seeing a percentage of something. This isn't the stock market where you can just put your money in something. And because you're, you're coming, you're showing up two times a week, but you're not doing any of the back end work, especially if who knows what the finances look like. But there was no in, in Rory Mall's um, response. I didn't hear anything about paying for Sprinter van going here, paying for hotels going there, paying for I know, but that's, you know I mean, all I these things. That's, the, that's the problematic part because you didn't watch the whole video. So like, okay, all, all all of that, all of that was built into the the contract and in, in the accounting, and so everybody was aware that you know they're getting money after expenses, and it's mm-hmm. getting bust, it's getting busted down between the four of them. So okay. I mean, it, it's all it's all in the it's all a part of the business, like it's all a part of the contract. So. Um, but if you have a, if you have a perception that they're not carrying their weight, that's, that's just a value judgment that anybody can make on the outside looking in, Mm -hmm. but they all contribute to that show. And as that show ascended, they were there. And that's, that's, that's really the, see, that's the, they were there. Tell me more. What do you mean? They were there. What do you mean by that? They were there. And so, so what I'm getting at there, so what, what I'm getting at is, um, you know, I guess Rory joined seven years ago. I, you know, there, they, there wasn't a big audience seven years ago. Let's, let's be honest. And so um, for me personally, I'll, I'll talk about my experience. I knew that the Joe Budden podcast was around um, even, you know, pre, uh, uh, what was it? The struggle, uh, everyday, so everyday pre, struggle, pre every, everyday struggle during everyday struggle. Now at that time, I was still listening to Brilliant Idiots. And actually, I had just got into podcasting. And so I just went with the first name that I knew, which is Charlemagne. And him and Schultz, there was society and culture, hip hop. I listened to them. It was funny. You know, it was something new. 
And when I listen to them and I listen to Rory and, and Joe, Rory and Joe by themselves could not compete with Charlemagne and Schultz at the time. And that's, that's just keeping it above. And, and, you know, they had a bigger audience at the time because it was a better show. Mm-hmm. So for me, I didn't start listening to Joe Budden podcast until Maul came because Maul brought a dynamic that was unique and that took that, took that podcast to a higher level as far as credibility is, is concerned and as far as the, the level of conversation, the authenticity of the conversation when you add Maul to the group. And so Maul's dynamic, just being a real dude and being able to, you know, Joe can dominate a conversation and dominate a narrative, but Maul is not going to go for it because Maul lived with him, he know him, and Maul is just, he's, he's, not, he's not a yes man similar to how Rory and, and Parks are. And so Maul's dynamic to be able to even out Joe and call him on his BS, like that took that show to the next level. And even Maul said it, and I agree with him. Like I wasn't rocking with JBP and it really wasn't popping until Maul came. And then that's when it started to ascend to another level. And that's the truth of the matter. Like that show took off around that time when Maul came. And so folks can say, oh, you're not pulling your weight. You're not doing this. But Maul's presence Maul's personality, his demeanor, his unique sense of talking and his phrases and all of that. Like, you know what I mean? Like Maul took it to another level. But when you say people can say Maul wasn't pulling his weight and all this, the the back and stuff, you're saying that that is a valid argument? When you say people can say that, I want to get that point because that's really my only point is that he he's doing what he's naturally good at cool but what are you what are the inconveniences that you're committing to this business right what are the sacrifices you're making to this business if you're if you're showing up and you know you're making our numbers flourish cool what if you're doing that and you're and you're you're not putting in a sacrifice you're not putting in you know 100 effort because you're showing up late or whatever whatever then what are you doing? What effort, what added sacrifices are you making for the podcast? Because I think sacrifice. What do you, what, why, why is there sacrifice? That's where the resentment comes in right there. That's where the resentment comes in. This why? is, I could, why? because. Why, why, would, why would Joe resent him? And it's, it's not like Joe gave him equity. Joe just brought him on the pod and, and he made Joe's pod if you say percentage, more valuable. You're saying percentage. Right. No, if you a, own a percentage a of a business, share. no, he doesn't own. No, 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 profit, no, no, no. I'm sorry. Profit share, profit share, profit share. You're exactly. getting a percentage exactly. of the profits of a business. Right. Exactly. So, again, that's like some stock market stuff. But when I see that you can just sit back and enjoy the business that we created five, six, seven years ago. And I again, I'm sacrificing. I'm working hard to be able to bring this or do that or say no to this or, you know, work with this business and do all these things. And all you have to do is just show up whenever you feel like it. That that doesn't sit right with me as a business so, owner. So tell me, so tell me what's the difference between him showing up versus Rory showing up versus Ice showing up versus Ish showing up. Like what's what's the difference? I think the difference is, and I was talking about this earlier, is uh the hierarchy of respect, right? When I see that, yo, it regardless of me whichever one of them has like a construction business, you're a business owner, right? Not only are you a business owner, but you also have kids. And so because I can really connect with you on both of those industries, 
because you have employees, because you have, you know, a wife, a baby mother, whatever it is, I can, my, 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 the similarities in our lives garner more respect for you. I think, I think that that is something that like, so, so you're saying you're, you, you can, you're going to respect your business partners based upon their life circumstance, not based upon what they bring to the business. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because when you, when your level of respect is, maybe I can see you as a mentor. When you respect a mentor, they're not bringing anything to your business. That doesn't mean you don't respect them. I'm not, right? I'm not talking about a mentor-mentee relationship. I'm talking about just a business partnership. That's all I'm talking about. So what I'm talking about is, again, Ice and Ish, they're not business partners with him. But I think that his respect level for whichever one of them has that construction company is different from the respect level that he has of a Rory or Maul. I think that your respect level, when you see people doing things that you can't do, doing things that you won't do, or doing things being as successful as you, your respect level is a little different than, than, than that of someone that invested in something early, something's popping off, and they're not putting in the, you don't see them like really trying to grind to take this to another level, right? Because again, Rory and Maul could have both had podcasts. the highest of high levels. But this isn't about just Joe Budden podcasts. This is about the numbers. And numbers manipulation is something that Joe has been talking about since Spotify. And it's just like, yo, Maul, get a podcast. Rory, get a podcast. Because everything is going to be under the Joe Button umbrella, which means that, again, our, our audience is going to come listen to you on whatever you do. Just do something to get this even further. Not just the Joe Button podcast, but the whole thing. Let's elevate this thing. But y'all aren't willing to do that. Oh, y'all are just are like, you, oh, I got a percentage are you, of this. Are, cool. you, are you insinuating that because Rory and Maul didn't start their own podcast, that they're not, they don't deserve to be on the Joe Button podcast? When I'm, when I'm telling you, I'm not insinuating that, but what I'm telling you is the reason that resentment exists in this business slash friendship agreement is one person may or may not feel as if they are doing all of the work. And because the other two invested early, they can just maintain their level of work and reap more and more benefit. That is unfair, especially when you're dealing with friends because your friends, you want to put your friends on something else. You don't want your friends to come and take a piece of yours. If we are creating, if you're on my podcast and I'm on your podcast and your podcast pops off, your podcast pops off, I'm, I'm not going to be like, yo, you, get, you owe me a piece of your podcast because I was on there X amount of times and, and your stuff is really popping off. No. Based off of the platform that you've built, maybe I'm going to be like, yo, can I be on your podcast a couple more times? Can I get some, you know what I mean? Can your audience kind of cross over over here so that I, we can get the listenership up like that? That What is it? Something, something raises all boats. You know what I'm saying? Uh, something rising, tied, rising, rising, tide, rising tide raises all boats. Like if you can just get us numbers, get us 10,000, get us 20,000, 30,000 numbers over here, just doing a 15 minute something, a 30 minute something, just talking about fashion or dating or whatever, whatever. That will make that will make you indispensable to the Joe Budden network because damn, we gotta keep your numbers. And we're gonna lose if you if you dip, right? So that's all it is. It's just like, yo, at, you using my platform, don't stay attached to this platform. Go create your own. Go uh, don't still till my land. Go and buy some land and stop trying to take my land from me. Go and buy land elsewhere. I've given you enough of a platform for you to not only sell whatever you make, but to be able to save and go, I didn't ask you for any kind of, you know, we're only splitting the profits. So now go buy your land with those profits, go build something on your own so that I, our levels of respect for each other can grow.
That's all, man. Like that's that's that is the crux of my argument. Regardless of what the paperwork is, we are friends. So if I can come up, please, I'm gonna bring you up with me. But don't stay attached to me. Go and build your own, because that's what men do. Go build your own somewhere. And Joe's been pushing them out of the nest, but they won't leave. Now they want to claim a piece of the nest. Man, you crazy, man. That's just that's different to me, man. I don't I I, I can't oh. regard that. Oh, with, with all due respect, I think I think you're taking a position very strongly. In, in a way that you don't need to take it. Like, it doesn't, it, you don't got to go that hard for Joe. You don't have to. Why is this for Joe? Again, because this is the, it, this it, is the it, point it, of it, view yeah. that I'm representing. The point know, of view but, is, regardless of who it is, if there are two men, if, if you say we build something, but it's always been mine, again, you and my podcast, if your podcast pops off, I'm just going to try to, fund and eat off of your podcast i'm not just going to try to take from your podcast i'm going to try to pour into whatever i got based off of yours i'm talking about that notion i'm not talking about what however the names uh or or are organized i don't care who is at the top of this pyramid it's the fact that there are two guys that claim they built what i started instead of them creating their own so that we can all build together it's like you helped me with my house so you want a piece of my house instead of going to build your own house, man, kick rocks, man. That I can't, I can't respect that. And it's again, you're saying I'm cap, I'm caping for Joe. This has nothing to do with Joe. This has to do with the point of view of you didn't build mine because it's mine. Go build your own off of the experience that you've gained off of mine. You should have been able to build your audience in half the time I built my audience because you're getting some of my, man, this hasn't, why are you bringing, okay. why are you like, why are you ruining it? And why are you bringing it down to like caping for Joe? Nobody's caping for anybody. I'm it's the point going, of view. No, I'm, I'm just saying your, your, your point is so heavily one-sided on as if they weren't there together the whole time. Like I asked you were, to be on the Joe button. No, it was, I will name this, we'll name this podcast later. Exactly. Right? So it wasn't yes, yes, that's the true. Joe that's true. podcast. He but named it. mine. I, I get it's it. It's my it. podcast. I get I it. I put it together. You, you of all people can, I, I can't imagine that you, you can't understand that. Like, know, but, if, but if you oh, bring but, me oh, off, calm down, uh, calm, just, just calm down. Just calm down a little bit. Just bro, it's down. not about being calm. calm it's no, about no, being passionate down. about your point calm of down. view. Calm down. Just There's calm not, down. Let me talk. Say your point. Can I talk? I'll, oh, yes. There we go. Let me talk. Don't tell me to calm down. Let me talk. My microphone is muted. I'm going to tell you to calm down because you're a little too hype. And if you don't calm down, I won't be able to butt in. No pun intended, you know what I mean? But check check this out. It's okay, all right? We are not trying to persuade either one to come on either one side, right? So we can just calm down with the, this is what it is and it gotta be this way. And because man, yo, it's cool. It's cool, bro. It's so cool. I hear where you coming from. Hear me out. Cool, I appreciate that. Out. I wanna listen. So hear me out on, you know, the whole thing, because this is, once again, this is a cultural moment that we all witness. Like, this is like Rockefeller 2.0. Oh, let me hear you out. Listen is, to the preface. Listen is, to the intro, man. Let me hear this you. This is Rockefeller 2.0, right? And so these dudes been building, they've been building, they've been building, they've been building. You see what I'm saying? And it's like, but they were the best. They have been the best podcast for at least three, if not four years, 
far and away the best podcast in all of podcasting. Definitely hip hop, definitely society and culture. But like, if you take away other, you know, podcasts and their numbers because they're, you know, crime or drama or they're just these big corporations behind them. Grant, outside of Joe, Joe Rogan is, is a beast on his own. But like, all right, maybe number two podcast behind Joe Rogan, right? But like, to be independent and to get the Spotify deal, to be the first podcast on Spotify with that exclusive deal, and the only podcast that gives it up twice a week, two and a half, three hours, premium content. You could listen to that episode. You can listen to their podcast every week, twice a week, and be satisfied every time, just about every time, up until the last two months before they kind of split because there were some things going on and, you know, that's why we're here. But, bro, they built something amazing together. They, it wasn't just, I wasn't going there just for Joe. A lot of people weren't going there just for Joe and Rory. It was all three of them. Now, and then Parks came in. I don't think Parks adds that much other than his skill for the audio, but like, you know, Parks has a hive. So everybody counts, right? Everybody has their hive, has their, their audience. And so they created something together that was amazing. I think we can all agree on that. Before, before they brought the business- Hold on, you say the they created it together. Yes. No, no, no. Yes. That's the difference. They didn't create, it was created. Where they took it is another level. I will agree with you on that, but it was created before they hopped on can you not could you could you could you could you capitulate to that point well if you if you watch the whole video of maul and rory rory was the one rory was there from day one rory set up joe button's pot soundcloud um account it was under his the first episodes were under rory's account he's the one that set up the soundcloud and he even said like anybody can set up a soundcloud but like I was the one that set that up for him. And I was like, he was there from day. Like he, so they, they were all doing this together. And once again, it wasn't just the Joe Budden podcast. It was Joe Budden with, with, uh, old girl. Bloody. Yeah. And then, and, and Rosenberg was doing the parks role. And then he brought, he brought Rory in episode seven, <laughs> you know what I mean? And then Marty got kicked out and then they brought in other people. So he always brought in other people. But yeah, it's his. He owns it. It's his. That's network. all. That's the only point. That right there. It's I know, his. But it's a, it's, it's he a owns point. it. They didn't but, create it together. Listen, they grew listen, it. Whatever they grew it. Okay, that's cool. And it's and and nobody is disputing that. That's not the issue. I just I don't want that to be lost on people because it's almost that's like not the issue. No, it's not. It's not. And that's and that's what I'm trying to get across to you because you're you're pressing that line so strongly as if. You're saying that Rory and Maul were trying to take um, equity in the the network or trying to take something that wasn't already agreed upon. Like, that's not the issue. Now, if you're listening to academics and you're getting his your information from him, from the third party, then that the narrative that he drives that Joe never corrected, and even Maul and Rory never corrected, is that maybe maybe that they're they're trying to take something or, or their or their employees because because they're not employees Savon and and uh and screaming and alice are employees but maul and rory and parks are not employees so that's so that's not the issue that was it was presented so are they 10 are they 1099s are they independent contractors 
Um, I don't know about the exact. No, no, but of, just in our in our in our analogy, they're not employees, but they don't own anything. So what are they? Right. If no, you, no, no. So I guess I guess it, it would be like 1099 because it's a it's a profit sharing agreement or contract that they have set up. So it's a it's a type of partnership um, and or 1099 contract, you know. So yeah, but they're but they're not employees. They don't have a salary. It's just profit sharing. And that's why like when people's like, well, you know, we sharing profits, but I'm not, I'm not seeing the accounting or, you know, I'm getting, we, if, if we're sharing profits and I get the same amount of money, whether there's 1500 or 2,500 people in the stands, I know that that's the issue because we're supposed to be profit sharing. I don't work for y'all. I'm not an employee. This, this is a profit sharing. I get X amount of percent that I'm getting the same amount per show. There's a problem. But then they just like, all right, but, but we friends, we're not going to sweat it. But if that, that happens month after month, year after year, eventually, like, somebody's going to have to address it because you can't just continue to sweep that dust under the rug because everybody knows, yo, something is off. We're profit sharing, but we're not getting, we don't even know where the money is coming in, how it's coming in, and why we're getting the same amount for shows, even though there's more people in this show and that show. And so that's that was the issue. And that's one of those things that, regard friends or not if you're doing business with somebody and they're not being honest and they're not giving you what is due to you and they're not giving you the reports the things that you agreed upon friends or not the person that is not getting what they need or not getting what they expect they have a right to see what that see what those numbers are and they have a right for the expectations to be met and if they're not it's going to be a problem friends or not and i think and I mean, according to their part of the story, that's what happened. And so you can say, oh, they weren't carrying their weight. That's you can, that's a that's a value judgment. You know, you say they're not carrying their weight. I say I think they're doing just fine because they had one of the best podcasts I ever heard. And they were doing it twice a week. They were doing more than anybody, any other podcaster was doing. You know what I mean? And they barely took breaks. And so I can't say that they're not that they're not carrying their weight when they're working harder or working twice as hard as any other podcast. And they give you three hours of content. Nobody else is doing that except for Joe Rogan. And so I can't say that they're not carrying their weight. So what do I say? All right. I'm just on the outside looking in. Yo. The splits ain't right. And for somebody that talk about splits and cried about De La Soul, I feel like Joe should be able to understand his friend's gripe about yo i don't think the splits are right i can't even see the paperwork i'm i'm getting the same amount per show even though there's more in this city than it was in the last city so it's a it's a holistic conversation there's a whole lot of things going on it's not just this is mine and honestly if i was you i would build another platform because you know i got this but you don't got this and blah blah blah. like joe button got a network he has other shows on the network everything that Joe Button does outside of the Joe Button podcast, that goes straight to Joe. And so they're not tripping about that. They don't, they're not like, Joe, man, that, that ain't cool that you got your own show. They're like, all right, man, that's cool. That's Joe's dream. That's Joe. That's what he does. He has the pull-up. He has a state of the culture. Those checks go straight to Joe. And ain't nobody saying you shouldn't get it. Joe is the, the director of equity or something like that at Patreon. They're not saying, oh, Joe, that ain't cool. We should be co-directed. No, they're like, all right, congrats, bro. So you got six bags, we got one. That's cool. Or actually, Rory has his music, but everybody is doing what they want to do. 
And if they wanted to do extra content, they could, but like, that's not what they're trying to do. And so I'm not going to fault them for not wanting to do that if that's not their passion. Just like I'm not going to fault Joe for starting his own network or having other shows. I'm not, I'm not going to fault him for that. To each his own. That's, that's, you know, at the end of the day, that's, that's totally okay. To yeah. each his own when it comes to business. But it, again, it, it comes to, I'm valuing the friendship more. And so when I see that, I'm not, if I, again, going to the farm analogy, if, okay, we bust down the, 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 the capabilities of the land or whatever we're talking about, let's just say you have, uh, what, what I, the point that I want to make is legalities. I don't know enough about that. So I'm not talking about that. But when it comes to the friendship, if you, if I introduced you to something and you're taking 10, 15% of it, four, 2%, whatever it is, it's not can taking, you return that favor by allowing taking, me to do the same taking, thing to you somewhere else? It's not because taking, it's, it's not 2% of the company, favor. it's 2% of the profits. Okay. It's not, that's it's the, that's not the correction. Taking, it's not taking and it's not a favor. If you are taking, if you're getting, taking. if you're getting compensated 2% of the business by doing the exact same thing. I think that the friendship would entail or would uh, constitute that you allow me to do the same thing somewhere else, whether it's fashion, whether it's in a totally different industry, whatever it is, whatever platform that you've developed an audience, because we can also say that your audience has grown leaps and bounds based off of your association with this product that I, that I started. So I don't fault you for wanting a piece of this, but I will be very off put if I cannot enjoy the same fruits of your labor. Because I think that I am putting in a way more work because this is my, my baby, my company, my business, whatever it is. I, and I, I cannot I, I enjoy the same fruits you. I, of I your labor you. as a friend. What? That doesn't make any sense. It, it, it's, it's what doesn't tell I me what doesn't make sense you. specifically what doesn't make sense to you uh two things so the first thing is i think it's lost on you that they already acknowledge that joe gets a greater percentage of the pot period so to keep making this analogy as if they're busting it down equally even though it's joe's they're not busting it down equally they all came to an agreement that joe was cool with that Maul was cool with, that Rory was okay with, and that Parks, they all agreed to it. It was mutual. So once you have a mutual agreement, you don't have to put any additional stipulations moving forward. You have your agreement for whatever time period. And if everybody agrees, then, then we agree. And we shouldn't have to talk about it again. And I shouldn't judge you differently because now that we're making more money, you know, oh, we're making more money now. I don't think you deserve that anymore. Like we already made an agreement. So at the next renegotiation, then we, then we can, we can renegotiate, but we're not doing this like month to month, day by day. You know, you just flying by the city of your pants, making value judgments based upon who, 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 who deserves what. So that's done. Two, um, the, the second part is like, you're bringing this, putting friendship over business, but then like you're saying you want Joe to be able to reap the benefits of a show that 
mall in Rory do? Is that what you're saying? No, not a show. Whatever you're using your audience here, what you're not passionate about podcasting. That enough is clear. And there's no problem with that. Whatever you are passionate about, can I invest in whatever business you have so that I can eat off of your labor? Because it feels like as a business owner that you are eating off of my labor. And that the books can be whatever, you still get your percent of the profit, cool. But you're not pushing the profit up, right? If we were all busting our asses, but they the were, profit though. margin would be they a were. lot greater if we were all working as I'm working. Now, I understand that this is my business. I don't expect you guys to do that. But the very least I would ask from you is to not bust your ass at what I'm doing, bust your ass at what you're doing somewhere that I can invest in. Because what that does is it gives us a level of, there's a peerdom that comes with that. So that I understand, and there's no gripes about the contracts or anything like that, because we're all sharing. If, if I had a con the same exact contract, but their names are reversed with Rory and with Maul, there would be no, I can't see any perceived issue. The only perceived issue that I can see in all of this is the effort and the splits that are happening because of the efforts. Yeah, okay, you know, you know what? We agreed to this and a third, but after five years or after you know, this, and, this and a third, no one ever said that they're getting an equal share. I said that they got 2%, 10%, whatever it is. It's still not it still could be so much greater had that person been putting in that effort. And that has nothing to do with business. Effort has nothing to do with business. It, it affects your bottom line always, but no one is asking you for effort. Once you sign the bottom line, whatever the show up twice a week, blah, 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 your, your contract is fulfilled. That's, that's fine. But that resentment isn't from completing your contract. The resentment is coming from not putting in the additions to make this whole thing flourish, i.e. create your something over here or you know, create something that, again, I could enjoy. If you had a podcast and I had a clothing line and I'm coming to your podcast twice a week and you are, I don't know, paying for thread or something like that, where both I'm taking 5% of yours, you're taking 5% of mine, that feels good, right? That feels like I'm working the 90% the 95% that E is putting into his business over there. I'm reaping the benefits of that. So I'm going to work. I'm going to make sure that I'm working hard on my 95% of my business so that E can reap the benefits of that. That's all I'm saying. I'm not talking about the books. I'm not talking about the contracts. I'm talking about how it feels and what is messed up about being in business with friends. And I think that so long as we can make it as egalitarian as possible, not within my business, but to make me a subordinate in your business and in your business so that those checks and balances exist, I think that friends and business should flourish. Bro, you're using big words and you're talking in circles and you're not making a point. What's your point? I don't, I don't understand what the hell you just said. Okay. Um, Let's, let's, let's run it back and say, again, the point is there is no uh, stipulations when it comes to the contracts. And that's something that you constantly are arguing is if they agree to this, then this should happen. No one is arguing the contracts or arguing is what's a little bit more nuanced than the paperwork. And that is going into business with friends. Did you not keep up with that part of the conversation? Have we been talking about business and friendship this whole time? So when you say nothing I'm saying is making sense, I'm giving you a sound argument that says the only, that's giving you, I'm giving you a recipe for successful business friendships. 
And so many people are arguing about the paperwork. Forget the paperwork because this is friends first. And then we're talking about the business, my business. And in order for our friendship to be more egalitarian, for there to be a higher level of respect and regard for whatever paperwork we, we agree to would be making the most out of these situations, i.e. running our numbers up, or if you're not into podcasting, creating some other endeavor based off of what we've been able to grow off of this and not just resting on your laurels because you created this one thing. How's, how does that not make sense? Because because it doesn't make sense. That's how it doesn't make sense. But anyway, they created a show together and they're all they all they are all entitled to the percentages that they signed up for that they agreed to, period. And so if you want to turn it into something else, any you you're free to turn it into something else that you want to turn it into. But at the end of the day, it's very simple. They have they have a show. They agree to whatever type of compensation, whatever type of profit share. And it's it's simple. You just run the show, you do what you do. And at the end of that term, if you guys want to renegotiate or you want to go in a different direction, you go in a different direction. That happens in football, it happens in basketball, it happens in every area of entertainment. And if you want to renegotiate mid-contract, then you, re you renegotiate mid-contract. Football players, basketball players have holdouts. Um, artists try to get off their label um, or they get bought out of their contract. Like it happens all the time. So, you know, you can you can say friends this and friends that, but it's still a business. That's 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 such an unfortunate way of looking at it, simply because you don't value the people that you're in business with. Once you put business above all, in my opinion, like what's the point? If you're going to say at the end of the day, it's business, I totally disagree. At the end of the day, we're going to be friends first. And as friends, I want to be able to enjoy the, the us all flourishing and none of us feeling like we're taking advantage of the other. Because if I'm if I'm putting in all of this effort for us to get deals, for us to get this and the third, and you're saying, well, you know what? I signed the deal early, so all I got to do is put in my two weeks or put in my two hours or three hours twice a week. That's it. Man, like... I, that, that is, that is, uh, that's a place that doesn't feel very community-based when at the end of the day, you think about the paperwork and what the paperwork brings to me, there's no winning in that because when you have a coldless, heartless system, you say, well, capitalism is what it is, but there needs to be a human dynamic to it. And when we lose out on the human dynamic, just because we're looking at the paperwork, I should be upset that I feel like you're reaping the benefits of, of my hard work. And just because you ask for a percentage of the profits, your percentage is going to grow fatter. Like, like I'm a stock market. You're treating me as if I'm the, I'm the Dow Jones industrial, whatever that is like that, that doesn't feel good as a friend, as a friend, I'm asking you, Hey, can you help push our profit margins up? Our profit margins could be way higher if you would help. And for well, someone the, to be like, nah, yo, I, I signed, I signed uh, that I'm going to show up twice a week. So that's it. Uh, that is a, that's the difference between a boss and an employee. That's the difference between three bosses and one boss and two employees, in my personal opinion. Now, whatever the paperwork, paperwork doesn't make you a boss. Effort, contribution, and the results of your contribution 
makes you a boss, in my opinion, when it comes to an entity. Just because you be, you were able to sit on the board and go do whatever, whatever, and you're getting a percentage of the profits, that means nothing. That just that still means that like you're 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 putting in bare minimum to get bare minimum. Like we could be pushing our profits up, but if that doesn't make sense to you, I think that you know business from that point of view just won't. Yeah, no, it it doesn't make sense. A boss is a person that is in control. <laughs> the the boss is a person that has majority ownership of a company. That's what a boss is. Now, if you want to create your own definition, yeah, that's fine. But if you want to talk about you know, what everybody else is talking about and joining on that conversation. Yeah, a boss is a person who owns and controls the business and makes the final decision, period. So how does the, how does the podcast move forward? Do you feel like Ice and Ish should not be on the Joe Budden podcast? Do you think Joe Budden should change the lame and create something else? Do you think this should be like the death of like Rockefeller and then he should come up with, you know, whatever version of Rock Nation he has? What is, uh, what is the most um, respectful way to continue business? Well, it's, I mean, I, I don't, I would say the most respectful way to, first of all, the, the most respectful way to be, to continue business, especially for Joe actually being the boss and having total control of the company and, you know, all the equity, um, I think that's where this thing goes down. And it's also, it just feeds into what Charlemagne had talked about when they all had their little clash. Um, I think it was, I don't remember if it was on Joe Budden's podcast or if it was Brilliant Idiots, where they were all in the same room, um, Maul, Rory, Joe, and, and Charlemagne, because they were, they were beefing a few times over their podcast career. But, you know, Charlemagne was talking about how Joey's like, bro, you're going to blow it up. <laughs> this is what Joe, you're going to Joe button it. Like you're going to, you know, get, get unhappy and you're going to blow up the whole situation and you're going to do what Joe does. And he said, I, he, he said, he's seen the podcast going in that direction. And unfortunately that's exactly how it went. And part of that is because as a, as a boss, as a leader of, you know, of the company, it's the Joe button podcast network. It's his network. So as the boss, you can't be highly emotional and erratic as a leader of men. That doesn't work. That doesn't, that doesn't produce results that you would really want as far as being a leader and wanting people to submit to your authority, to submit to your leadership and respect you. Like that's what it comes down to. If you want respect, you have to give respect and you have to present yourself in a respectable way. And you have to speak about your people, about your employees, speak to them and about them respectfully for them to continue to, because like people got options. Like I don't have to be here. I can go somewhere else. I got my own thing going on. I got friends. I got family that I could do business with. I can do business in a lot of different ways and get treated a lot better than I am over here at the Joe Button Podcast Network because he's being so utterly disrespectful and um, maybe not even always disrespectful, but the emotional part of him you know what i mean that that feminine energy that's going out being catty and and telling stories that didn't need to be told and talking about maul is hiding detergent like just saying stuff that's just unnecessary like bro you didn't have to say all that all you had to say is yo we got a difference of opinion and i don't like the way that maul is moving and so maul and rory you know you're it's let's let's just part ways you know but he had to take it and be extra dramatic 
and say a whole bunch of stuff that you got to come back and apologize for and say, well, man, I, I didn't mean, I didn't mean for it to come across that way. Or man, I thought since I put it behind a paywall, it wasn't going to hit like that. You know what I mean? So it was just like, I, I guess I'm going to apologize. Like that's not what a good boss and a good leader, like that's not how you're supposed to present yourself. And so unfortunately, you know, take it how you want to take it fully coded, but naked, like you have to deal with that. Joe Budden has to deal with that and his perception. And now when it comes to future business deals and future partnerships, people working with Joe, they're going to think, they think twice, three times about moving forward with him and creating a long-term partnership with him. If they see this pattern of him being cool with somebody, it could be your friend, it could be one of your best friends, and then he can turn on you. And then when he turns and he's in a bad mood and he's feeling emotional, he's going to start you know, blasting you in front of the whole world and start saying stuff that ain't got nothing to do with the situation. You know what I mean? And call, say Rory, me, measly Rory, even though you were saying that was your friend and that's your brother and we in this together and all that type of stuff. And now it's measly Rory and now Maul is high in detergent. You know what I mean? And just kind of defamating my guy Maul's character. You know what I'm saying? Like, how you going to defamate Maul's character, bro? Mm. You feel me? I hear you, bro. And, and, and you a ball, you, you, you a boss, and you defamate, bro. What's, what's going on, man? First of all, like, if if I if I have an audio platform, and I talk about my life, and I talk about my opinions, what did you say? And we unapologetically speak about our worldviews because my worldview isn't masculine enough, then I shouldn't share it. Because my worldview isn't that your perception of what a leader should be. Well, this is what leaders are. Leaders are, are, are whole people who make mistakes all the time. That's one thing I, I so appreciate about Kanye is because we still have this, we still have a very mechanistic version of what superstars, movie stars, you know, generals, uh, leaders of any capacity should be. And it's not that. We are well-rounded people with all with experiences and just, and exactly like employees shouldn't be expected to be x y and z all the time we are dealing with people and people have their faults faults or the way that they've been able to see the world and the same way that brings such compelling content is that quote unquote feminine energy that is given to uh being able to articulate himself and communicate with people in a way that he's genuine about it so if he feels at the time like yo you know what measly rory because at the end of the day I feel that way because if you've listened to the therapy episode or the episode with his therapist, they were talking about how he had, you know, uh, Parks was like, yo, you had just gotten off the phone with them and y'all had some heat and blah, blah, blah. And a third. And yo, if you're going to pop off, especially if you have something to drink, something to smoke, gummy, whatever it is, you're going to, you're going to be a little bit un, unhinged. Maybe you might be a little less uh, politically correct, but you're going to be unapologetically authentic in how you feel. And in that moment, and that's what podcasting is great for, is that, yeah, I can record this moment, but I can also change because I'm a human being and I can really feel that way. And I can also apologize for that way and respect you because you have contributed to this thing that I've built, to this thing that I've created. So at the end, it is, it's great to see, in my opinion, not because it's fodder for anyone's gossip, but because this is how things happen behind the scenes and this is what people try to quote unquote protect the public from so that uh so that things like this don't happen and we can have you know high morale and blah 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 and a third it's like no 
Joe is still going to get business because he brings in an audience and that audience has grown over the last however many years Mm -hmm. because of this vast majority that he has in this company. And that's, you know what, I understand paperwork. And at the end of the day, maybe Joe is, maybe Joe has to respect the paperwork and say, this is the percentage. If you want anything more than what the percentage is, why are you accusing me now of, of this? Why didn't you accuse me year two or year three? And if you're saying that you did that, well, we have a difference of opinion and they definitely need to sit down together to be able to talk that out. But because two people didn't show up to a podcast that they can air their grievances, air their disagreements, and you know that I'm going to talk about this on air, why wouldn't you show up? Why You, you, you weren't told not to come, to, but you chose not to show up to this platform that you can get it off. As, as many people are going to hear me, they're going to hear you as well. So why not have this disagreement right here, right now with me live on air? I remember being kicked out of KBU and I was saying, if I did something wrong, let's, let's make it a public, let's make it a public thing, right? Don't, don't try to quote unquote punish me behind closed doors with, uh, with an agreement that somebody comes up with without any kind of, 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 of public display. no. Let's do this out in public. Everything has been public up until this time. If you're talking about you don't trust me, let's make that public too. You don't trust my representative, my representation. You don't trust my accounting. $400,000 got misplaced or, or, or you know, uh, an error from this company. Let's make these public. Because at the end of the day, one, it's only going to grow our audience. Two, it's only going to make us more authentic with each other. And three, as long as it's out in the open, there's no reason we won't be able to get past it. And I, I don't see anything wrong with being, with being able to put this on display, except you're afraid of your point of view. You may not get the support. You're nervous. Maybe you think that I'm a better communicator and you won't be able to get your, you know, whatever it is. It doesn't negate the fact that you still had an opportunity to present your case. I wasn't going to lock you out of Parks' basement and not get you on this podcast. You had that, but you chose not to use that. And so at the end of the day, whatever the business is, it stemmed from you not being able to be authentic from this point of view and make and force my hand, right? Because at the end of the day, we're going to be friends again. Joe always says, still my brother, still my boy. We're going to be friends after this. Maybe it takes a couple of years for us to get over this, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, we're going to be friends after this. And he apologized for what he said to Rory as well, because he was like, yo, we have some, so many real nigga moments together. Like I've really bonded with that guy. So I apologize for, for talking out of my neck like that. But that's how I felt at the time. And no one's going to negate that. And it's going to be on audio forever. But I don't know, man. I think we have just fundamentally different values of, of what should be upheld here in this disagreement. And I really appreciate that. And you coming from a place, a point of view that I haven't lived and me coming from a point of view that you've lived some, some way, but um, we are just coming from very, very different points of view, I think makes our uh, dynamic beautiful. And I do appreciate the arguments that we can get into and I get passionate about our arguments, but it has no, it has no dealings with you. We can easily talk about something else, but man, let me tell you like, cool down, calm down. Okay. Okay. You're a communicator as I am, you know, how ineffective that stuff is. So if we need to just take a break, if we need to take 30 seconds, if it needs to be, Hey, let me talk. You know, I definitely understand that, but you're not going to tell me what to do and then say, Oh, I am going to tell you. No, 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 no. Let's make it about ourselves because we're effective communicators. So let me talk means, yo, oh, you know what? I apologize. I've been taking the stage, blah, blah, blah. Please, man, let, 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 me, let me back down. But as two men, 
you know that's not going to shake well, right? That's not going to end up well. So again, that's that's just the, the, the dynamics that we can move past, and it has no impact on our relationship. Expand on that. It's not gonna. It's not gonna shake well. It's not gonna end up well. Expand on that. Now we're still talking about it, and we've and there's like, there was back and forth about it for no reason, right? So when it was like, when I was like, yo, you're not gonna tell me that you no, I am gonna tell you that like that. That is that is a waste of energy at the end of the day. And then we're talking about this situation where we didn't met, we didn't handle not being a, I wasn't cognizant enough to stop interrupting you and letting you speak. And then you weren't cognizant enough to be able to say, Hey, you know, this is something that I want to do to be able to make your stance, not feminine or not subordinative, but to be able to give somebody an opportunity to say, yo, Oh shit, let me, let me fix my error so that we can move forward amicably. Instead it was now nah, you need to do this. And it's like, you know, we don't respond well to that. Um, I can't imagine any kind of person that wants to be a business owner and entrepreneur responds well to someone trying to, you know, quote unquote, tell them what to do. All right. I mean, you, you took it somewhere that I wasn't going with it, but, um, you know, it, it worked. That shit worked. <laughs> I was able to talk after I, <laughs> after I did it, bro. So, you know, it, it worked, it worked out for me. So, uh, it, it worked out for us and I think it worked out for the, the, na- the nature of the conversation. Um, but I mean, you know, we're going off in a different path, but if you if you say you're not gonna tell me what to do and then you and then you turn around and tell me what to do like obviously like we're gonna talk we're gonna say what we say and then we'll just we just hash it out and it is what it is but uh, you know it should work it was effective yeah yeah for sure for sure it was effective and we can <laughs> and, and and we were able to have a, like a, a separate discussion about it as well right like a, a learning moment for each other and being able to say yeah and then turn around and tell me what to do like yeah. I understand. I understand that point of view, and you know, there's no need to to be able to to go in that direction at all. Um, but it is always, you know, possible for someone to take. I, I love. I love when Charlamagne was like, "Once something is said, you can't judge how they take it." Right? Once you're you're free to say whatever you want to say, however you want to say it, but you cannot critique someone on their response to your stimulant, right? To their reaction to that stimulant. And that's something that I really that I really regard. And so as a communicator, again, it's just like, let me be as like cognizant as possible. Let me be as like mm, effective, efficient, whatever it is. For sure. And um, then also, you know, going, you know, bringing that back to, to Joe and it's like, you know, Joe can Joe can get his stuff off and he can be emotional and he can um, name call people, not not only just like talk to people in a certain way he can call them names or he can defamate their character, you know? And <laughs> I'm saying he can- he Yeah, can you're really usually like very effectively too. Yeah. Right? You, that you know, was that was the correct, incorrect. <laughs> not, not defame, you can defame. No, not defame my character. No, not engage in defamation of my character. No, to, yeah, to nah, defamate. Nah, that, that, that's on mall, man. You can, you can defamate somebody's character and then and Joe called them geniuses in that last episode. He was like, these two geniuses. Exactly. And so, and so, yeah, Joe, you can be transparent. Anybody, Joe, Oba, Emmanuel, Tevin, like you can, you can be transparent. You can be unapologetic, but you also have to surrender the outcome. Kind of like, mm-hmm. and, and what, what Charlemagne is alluding to, you have to, sur- to, to surrender the outcome. So friends or not, business or not, if you say something about someone, if you call them a name, 
if you defamate their character, you have to surrender the outcome and whatever comes back your way, that's that's just. And you, and you know, I think, I think the point, the point of someone that does something like that is as much as I, as much as I want to avoid defamating on your shoes or character, I really want to make sure that we are equipped to value what we've built enough yeah. that <laughs> if I defamate in front of your house, <laughs> you, you won't be bad. <laughs> oh man. Like really at the end of the day, it's okay. I know eventually I might defamate on your couch by mistake, bro. I don't want to, I might do it. So let me create as much value before I do that. But and look, hopefully after you defamate on my couch, you're never coming in my house again. Bro, don't do that, man, because coming in your house has created such value in our no, lives. You have, man. To, you have to surrender the outcome of defamating in someone else's home. So <laughs> if, you defamate, if you defamate in my home or if you defamate my character, I may or may not, <laughs> you know, allow you to come back into my life. I get it, man. I get it. And what, what, principle. What, so Maul that, and Rory got, got, got defamated. And so therefore, yo, I'm not, um, I'm not, I'm not coming back. I'm not coming back. Like if you defamate, and, de defamate me once. Shame on me. Shame on you. <laughs> shame on you. <laughs> defamate me twice. <laughs> defamate, you, can't, you, can't, you, you can't defamate me again. You can't defamate on me again. No, no. I'm not going to let you defamate on me. I get oh, it, man. Yeah. I get it. And I, the insurances were there. If I could do this with my mans, if I can do this with people that know me, if I can do yeah. those people that I know that have the propensity to do these things, to fly off the handle, to take something personally, to, you know, talk passionately about, passionately about a topic that we don't necessarily really have to talk passionately about. Mm -hmm. When I do all these things, I just hope that, again, I create enough value for you to at least know that it isn't like personal it is it's more personal to me than it is to you as my friend when you see me fly off the handle with all these people it isn't the people that's making me fly off the handle it is my propensity to fly off the handle so knowing that and knowing that we have all this history it's just like a relationship like i just hope that i've built enough equity in your life to where we can work through your your perceived principal defamation right like i really really hope you that hope. yes you hope, can you just give me the benefit of the doubt man yeah i mean it's, it sounds good to the person that's that's defamating but the person that's been defamated on that's gotta clean hope. up clean up all the defamation yeah the like, gotta clean it all up it's not yeah and you know um i hate to say it but was it r kelly that said when when a woman's fed up you know what i mean when when somebody's fed up it ain't nothing you can do about so you're calling it so you're calling Rory and, and all women. That's what I just heard. I just heard you use an R. Kelly song to talk about two men being feminine. Yeah, that's a combo, yo. I mean, take it how you want to take it. I wasn't going <laughs> in that direction, but I'm just saying, when you're when you're fed up, bro, sometimes and then no, no, when a woman's fed up. When when a woman's fed up, but let's say let's say when when Maul and Rory are fed up, you know, there's there's nothing you can do about it. Period. Period. You know what I mean? So they can only take some, I mean, people can only take so much until it's like, all right, man, I'm going a, I'm to a let that be somebody else's problem. You know, just on yeah. principle, on my own level of self-respect, on my boundaries of what I'm going to take and what I'm going to allow into my life and the type of energy that I entertain. You know what I mean? Like, it's not even worth it. It's just, it's just not. It's worth not. It. You sure? You sure it's not worth it? 
I mean, to Are them, you sure? it's, it's, it's not me. I'm not, I'm not talking about this from a personal. I'm just talking about outside looking in. I could see them saying, you know what? It's not worth it. And, and that's, I mean, that's what Maul said. He's like, yo, this type of energy, I don't even want this type of energy in my life. When people start acting a certain type of way, when, when dudes start wearing a merry hat, I don't, you know, that's, that, that's when I know that it's going downhill. And so I don't need Bro, you that know what? energy. That's you know what I really thought? Like all jokes aside, I thought that yeah. that was just a fly hat because Amiri Baraka is a is a New Jersey Newark, if I'm not mistaken, a Newark poet. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. On the same level of uh, Gil Scott Heron or something like that. And I, mm-hmm. because Joe's from Jersey City, I really thought that that was just a shout out to Amiri Baraka. I had no idea that that was a designer, like a super swanky designer or whatever. I really, really, for, as many times because it's the same hats, the same colors. Yeah. I really thought that that was just a shouts to Amiri Baraka. So when I'm hearing people talk about that, I'm like, yo, what's the problem? Like, why are people hating on the Mary? And then I was like, oh, my homeboy was like, nah, that's like high fashion. I was like, oh, I get it. So he's rocking a Mary. <laughs> that, that that shows you how how untapped I was. But that, I thought that that was just a funny. I thought I, That's the thing, bro. That's what Maul brings to the pot. And it's gone. It's gone, bro. Like that fashion sense, like that, that level of. Um, intuition to know, like, if a nigga's rocking a myriad, it's a wrap. And it's sad that that lives nowhere else. Nowhere That's else. not the fact that it's gone off of Joe Budden. Mm-hmm. I think it's more sad that it doesn't exist anywhere else. And it hasn't existed anywhere else it for hasn't. years. It that's hasn't. what's more sad. It hasn't. And that's why, going back to your point, you're saying, you know, they just showing up and they just benefiting from joe's hard work nah they're adding something especially maul for me personally maul maul's sauce pause is is unique you can't i don't know who else brings that to the podcasting world i get what you're saying and all i'm saying is the gripe that i have is it doesn't live anywhere else that is it as a boss i want to elevate my homies to bosses it could. You it know, it, it could. hasn't. Why it hasn't has. it? That's Joe's gripe. Why hasn't it? I know. I don't. I don't want to go back down this road. So what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that's, uh, true, that's true. That's true. So, I actually got to eat soon, man. And I really no, want to like. No doubt. Re- re- so before we get out of here, man, what do you, what do you hope to see in the future from the JBP? Hmm. Mm. I. Uh, I really enjoyed how each one of them brought a different experience to music industry talk, right? That's one thing that personally, as a listener, I am going to miss. I'm going to miss them talking about Lee Daniels or them talking about all these old school songs that I've just never even heard of, right? As an, as a, as an immigrant to this country, their Mm -hmm. access, one as an industry employee, the other as an industry, like plus one (laughs) and the other as an industry artist, yeah. I think that 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 cohesiveness, I, I'm going to miss that a lot if it doesn't get resolved. I would love to see men push through disagreements and showing that, yeah, we're going to keep doing this. It's hard, like marriage. It's hard, but we are committed to this thing and we're going to be open and honest about it until we can move forward. I really wish that they would have outed Joe on the podcast and talk about all these things outwardly. I, but if you know what, if it wasn't like that, that's cool. Instead, it festered and I, Rory really did invite him to his hands a couple of times. Like that wasn't cool with me. Yo. That wasn't that I did not value that. 
as communicators on a podcast. And it really would have been able to say volumes about men being open with each other that we still don't agree that, you know, X, Y, and Z. When Joe was like, yo, where in the world could you, anyway, we're not going to go back down to that. I would love to see reconciliation and a move forward as a, as a landmark in male relationships. I would love to see that. Um, but that would also involve Rory and Maul having done something substantial with the time that they were on the Joe Budden podcast. That said, I hope that Ish and Ice don't stay behind the paywall. <laughs> I hope that they only do visuals behind the paywall because I listen to podcasts. I don't watch them. And um, I really hope Joe wins because iHeart and Charlemagne are just laughing up a storm right now. And I just, I, I, I know that this is the underdog story. I, and they're going to make, of course, mistakes along the way because you're doing this for the first time. But I am rooting for the JBN and I'm rooting for them, but I don't want to pay for them. Isn't that crazy? Uh, thinking about I only pay for one podcast and that's my favorite podcast and it is it's something that I I guess I do want to see the underdog win so I have to support um I want to hear more about Ice and Ish I think I'm very whichever one is the dude with the construction company because he was the guy that was super talkative when Kevin Samuels was there and all that I like that guy I can I can I can relate to him more than I can relate to Maul I find him valuable and I really, really want to hear more from him as somebody that has his own business, as somebody that has a family, as somebody that's doing the things that, you know, might want to do in my future. I want to hear more from him more than I want to hear about like fashion sense and industry connections. So as a man, I want to hear more from, from, from that, from that cloth. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, yeah, I hope the Joe Budden, you know, podcast continues and I get to hear more uh, from Joe Budden, of course, because I, I, I think I associate with him most. As somebody, I, I really, really hear how unfavorable a man being genuine with his emotions and his feelings about and his opinion can 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 be off-putting to a lot of people. But you know, maybe it's you know the people who it shouldn't matter to because at the end, his his numbers are still going up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I, and you, what would you like to see? Yeah, bro. It's I I definitely agree with you. Like as far as that dynamic when it comes to the music industry, like that's what, that's what made this podcast way more valuable than any other music industry podcast, because it's not just, you know, for instance, Charlemagne, somebody that just works at a radio station, but he's like never been in on the business. Joe is a, is an artist. Um, Maul's brother built Rockefeller, co, you know, co-labored with, with Hove and, uh, and, and then, you know, Rory was a former like VP or something like that at Sony or whatever. What He worked for Sony and a few other labels and he has his own music. So it's like, I used to love when they would just call people up. I love like that. something would happen in the culture and they would be able to call them people immediately. Like that value cannot be duplicated, bro. You know what I mean? At least in the podcasting space. And it so- made me appreciate Vince Staples so much more. Like as <laughs> I love... I've never been a fan of like rappers like that, but I love yeah. every time I've heard Vince Staples, bro. Yeah, bro. Or like when when Maul would have Julius Randle call in and, and Joe right, would have right. to, you know what I mean? Right, right. <laughs> you know, like that, that was dope. And uh so Griselda having, coming in, like there's some great moments for sure. Yeah, and uh, and, and Griselda yeah. being there, I think that's more of a function of you know Maul's relationship. Because Maul's one that really broke them. He he was playing them on the uh yeah. Yeah, on the uh, what's what's the thing at the end? 
um, sleepers. Yeah. yeah. And he kind of took them to a new level. So um, he kind of a and their success on the low, you know? So um, just that, that part of it, I'm really, I'm really going to miss because that was why I was drawn to it as just a hip hop head um, and getting that insider information. But um, I hope I did like the transition to ice and ish because the, the month of ice and ish in comparison to that last two months, <laughs> two months? it was yeah. way better because that sure. last two months was so bad. And I was sure. I remember I was talking to the to the homie Jesse. I was like, bro, I can't even listen to the JBP right now. Like, mm. I don't know what's going on, but you know, Joe and Rory, those arguments that they have, you know what I mean? Like it's it's getting out of control. And they they talked about that, but it was just like, man, it's just petty. They it's, it just sounded weird. And so I was being t- tuned off to it. And then when Ice and Ish came in, it was like Joe was different. His energy was different, you know. And I was like, okay, this is the Joe that I remember. And so I like that. I still wish that would be a separate thing. And they have their talks. And then you've got the more music, you know, industry insider talks with Maul and Rory. But, um, you know, I don't think that's coming back. So I just, I just hope that moving forward, we're not listening to a podcast that talks about their podcast the whole time. Like now we can get back to, you know, the culture and stuff that's going on and not just talking about the saga and the soap opera of our podcast turning into whatever it's turning into. So I just, I just hope that Joe continues to elevate. Uh, and honestly, man, I hope he treats his friends better and treats his partners better and treats his employees better. And uh, yeah, man, I would just, I would like to see it be more cohesive in that man. I definitely agree with that. Um, <clears throat> yeah. And just, you know, being imperfect and being able to bounce back from imperfection. Uh, yeah. I think that I hope, I hope everybody can, can, can get a bit of that. And just knowing that, yeah, people are going to mess up and friends, you know, business partners, whatever, let's, let's see some more grace and let's have people work through things and um, be a little bit more transparent. Right. As, and that's difficult for us to do, especially as men with business, with that feeling of subordination and things like that, like, yeah, friendship, especially. No, no. Uh, let's keep on let's keep on going man i love being on the socks and sandals podcast yeah. and uh thank you thank you thank you again bro i love you having having the time to, to be able to come through and just just make this happen and we always have these good spirited conversations <laughs> spirited fellowship yes. uh, and you know from my end of it if um you know me saying calm down was offensive or whatever the case might be bro i apologize because i wasn't appreciate that man you know, I, I wasn't that. trying to uh, do that with any type of added energy. I was just trying to calm the situation down so I could hop in, but not trying to tell you what to do in any form or fashion. I was in a spirited uh, point of view, and I definitely took that. I didn't give you the benefit of the doubt either. And, you know what I mean? Like, took that as a more like, oh, you know, what, he just trying to, like, get in. So I, I, I absolutely apologize about my about my actions. And I know I can absolutely get, get super passionate about things, and I don't want to belittle you. Or, or your point of view, or your, or what you have to say. So, yeah, thank you for creating that. No doubt, bro. Once again, y'all, this is the Socks and Sandals podcast, where society, culture, history, and religion collide. We unapologetically discuss our worldviews. Holla at y'all next time. Grace and peace.